Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton, and joining me today, as always, is our show's awesome producer, Amanda Foster. What's up? So today we are continuing our series on Enneagram paths by talking about the type five paths. Paths are the arrow lines of the Enneagram that are typically talked about as growth paths, stress paths, or lines of integration or disintegration. And instead, we're talking about the Enneagram paths, representing kind of a theory of Enneagram paths, a different way of looking at it as a whole other side of your personality that you lean into in maybe in a season or maybe that you pull on and utilize throughout the day or maybe to adapt to a job or for you, you pull on what you need from your personality in order to be your best self in order to, to adapt. And so looking at personality, not as much as this is your type. And in order for you to grow, you need to be less you and more that that's not it. We're not doing categories like that. We're looking at it as this is the spectrum of what is inside of you. You are made up of more than just these characteristics. You also have this side of your personality and this side of your personality, and you can lean on all of that in order to show up to life as your best self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive in. Enneagram type five paths. So Enneagram type five historically or traditionally uh, goes to seven under stress. So we are n- doing away with that thinking. If that's how you've been taught paths, just kind of take that, throw it out of your mind. This is the seven side of the type five's personality. So what it looks like for a five to lean into that side of their personality is they may grow in kind of a playful curiosity. They may step out of their comfort zone in order to connect with new people. They may utilize the gifts of seven for making connections between seemingly unrelated pieces of information in order to find new ways to communicate and externalize their ideas and observations. They may draw on the social strengths and enthusiasm of the seven in order to connect with others and better share their ideas. It can also look like struggling with some external social anxiety, fives, may already have some social anxiety, Mm -hmm. but as they're starting to lean into this more, um, this part of their personality that is more playful, that is more spontaneous, that is drawing them out in order to connect with others, uh, their social anxiety may come out more like talking fast or laughing nervously, or like just kind of some characteristics that are unlike them just because they are leaning into this other side of their personality. They may tend to start more projects than they can finish or uh, or start a project and start another one before they finish, which is not typical of a five. But as they lean into that seven side of their personality, it becomes more, more of what, what it looks like for them. They may take on the unhealthy restlessness and discontent with a lack of variety that a seven tends to have. Hmm. So any thoughts? My first thought is... Fives and sevens are just, like, in my mind, so opposite of each other. Yes. And I we've said this about most of the wing or not wings, but most of the paths, that it's, like, it seems like they're just, like, such opposites. Like, for a three, instead of being super motivated, they just, like, fall into apathy mm-hmm. um, when they're leaning into that nine. Yeah. So for a five, it's, like, instead of being introspective maybe yes. is a good word that they're very like 
getting going, out going the social. Out. And yeah. And a really for five, and we're going to talk about this in the eight as well, drawing on their path numbers, it's getting them outside of their head and in different ways. For the eight, it's and moving to eight, it's more about assertiveness and confidence. And moving to the seven, it's more about engaging in relationships and a more playful, curious nature. Um, and so it's the things, it's the sides of their personality that pull them out of their heads, mm-hmm. um, and, and engage with people and with the world around them, which is different for like so many of the other numbers, so many numbers, the paths are hel- helping them to become more introspective. I mean, the one, right. the two, the three were all their path numbers were leaning into a more introspective side. Mm-hmm. But the five is already so in their head. That's not what they need. And so it's it's the parts of their personality that pull them outward. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And again, like I made this connect, like I had to think this way and get out of the thinking of for like the four, I was like, it's not that the four is trying to be something different than what they are. So they're going to the one to try and you know, yeah. make up for who they are, but it's, that's just part of their personality. Yes. And it's, it's somewhere that they can go that might have some, you know, helpful qualities for someone who, yeah. you know, g- is grounded in a four, like one qualities can help, but that doesn't mean it's like, they're trying to be a different person. Yes. And so I think that's like, and I think we all have this array of strengths and giftings and the potential of strengths and giftings within ourselves that we, we choose to grow or stretch ourselves in certain areas. And so this is really just looking at, this is the potential to grow in different areas of your personality. So for me Mm -hmm. as a seven, I, worked as a professional organizer for a while. I worked for a professional organizer in Fort Worth and I spent time developing a skill that really pulled on the one side of my personality. Mm -hmm. And that was not, um, I mean, like I had some natural, you know, like liking organizing and I would enter into that side of my personality on occasion and that was always there, but I developed it and I leaned into that side of me for a season. And so I think for... Uh, everybody like your main personality is your main like you you do have a dominant personality type but you you have the opportunity to grow in and lean into these other sides of your personality and to develop skills and strengths and giftings in those places so for the fives taking the path to eight and as they lean into this whole other side of their personality, they may feel more freedom to assert themselves and to set and maintain healthy boundaries. They may grow in developing a healthy balance between the tendency of the five to withdraw and hold back and the tendency of the eight to move toward and to assert themselves. So they're they're developing, you know, there's that tension of the five just automatically, they're survival response is to go inward, to go inside their head, to pull back, to ask questions, to observe, to not speak, to listen. Um, Mm -hmm. and the eight is to engage and to ask questions and to push. And so for Mm. the five leaning into that eight side of themselves, it's, it's challenging them to act more confidently, to, respond by moving towards something and asking a question instead of holding back. It's pushing on that tendency of them to withdraw um, and really helping them grow. And, oh, I don't need to withdraw every time. 
-hmm. I should be more direct and ask questions and assert myself and learning kind of a healthy balance between that. So they grow in strength as they face their fears and engage more intentionally with their desires, emotions, and relationships. They may make quicker decisions, walk in a new leadership strength, and grow in self-confidence. They may grow more confident in their expertise. Uh, instead of wrestling with self-doubt over the fact that there's always more to learn. Uh, and they may be willing to take more risk. They might also... Be more blunt and inconsiderate in giving feedback and criticism. Fives already tend to be very honest. And, you know, when they do share feedback and criticism, they kind of, they don't sugarcoat things. That's just not their style. And so if they're in an eight season where they're stepping into leadership more, they're learning, they're, they're growing in confidence, they're learning to assert themselves more, they may be more quick to give feedback and criticism and it may tend to come out a little harsh. Mm. <laughs> and so that's also kind of an area to grow in um, and to be aware of as you're leaning into that eight side of your personality. So for a five, like let's, I love, I love bringing it all together. Yeah. Um, for a five that is already gifted in research and resourcefulness and synthesizing information and asking brilliant questions and being able to teach and, and share these observations that they're making about the world around them to go from this deep place of introspection and focus and collecting knowledge to then being able to utilize the, the curiosity and the playfulness and the way that sevens connect the dots of information and their social skills to be able to pull on that side of their personality and bring that into um, hand with the the brilliance that they have, the research skills that they have, and um, the expertise that they really have. And then also to pull on the assertiveness of the eight, of knowing what they want and how to communicate that, of walking in a natural self-confidence. And for a five to pull on both sides of their personality like that and bring all of that to the table, like you just think about like how how powerful that is yeah. to be able to take all that they've learned, all that resourcefulness and be able to lead and to connect with others and to teach in creative ways and engaging ways. Like I just, I think it's so powerful and um, it just makes me love fives that much more. I agree. Like to have all of that in your tool belt, mm -hmm. I think it just, it's a really, really powerful dynamic. Yes. Fives are already, to me, they're like this, I don't know, you know, when, when there's like electricity or something, there's like power and it's just like a low hum because there's just like so much power and electricity like yeah. waiting there. That's yeah. kind of what I feel about a five. It's like they're plugged in to just so much mm -hmm. knowledge, so much, but it's just like, but they're not loud. Like there's, there's just yes. like this low hum of just like potential energy mm -hmm that they possess. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like maybe a stereotype would be like that they don't know where to where to put it because they're just so what in to their do with it. Yeah, what yeah. to do with it. And so to pull on the the social aspects of the seven and the con confrontational aspects yeah, yeah. of the... Absolutely. Um, of uh, the eight, mm -hmm. like, gosh. Yeah, and I think also recognizing that 
you know, people are so quick to box people in and stereotype people. Yeah. And especially people who don't know the Enneagram as they come across fives and they're like, oh, you're a more reserved person. You probably like being in the background and you probably, you right. know, just want to be used in this way or just want to be empowered in this way. And not right. recognizing like they love people too. They want to have mm-hmm. fun. They have a curious, playful side and an innovative side. They have a very like a a strength in them to lead to to um take action and direct and so i think also looking at this looking at the paths and seeing this full picture of this range of this person's personality and recognizing like yeah i can't i can't pigeonhole you just right here. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much more to yeah. you and I'm only going to discover what that looks like for you by getting to know you and asking mm-hmm. questions and doing life with you and walking through experiences, to, like going through stuff together. That's the only way you can get to know a person and their heart and their character. Yeah. And so I think that's really what I hope to communicate in this series is like, there's just so much more to people than just one piece of their personality, than just their dominant personality type. And we can't just assume that we know all these things about them just because we know their personality type. It's an opportunity to recognize, oh, this is the framework that we're working with. Let me ask questions. Let me ask better questions so I can get to know you. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like looking at like a shoreline and thinking that you see the whole ocean. Yes. It's like, there are so much more there a vast volume of (laughs) sea there that you can that you have no idea what you're looking at absolutely all right well that's it for today if you have enjoyed this podcast and you have followed along thank you so much i so appreciate those of you who've been leaving reviews on itunes please if this blessed you if this ministered to you today leave a review on spotify and apple Podcasts. you can leave a review on spotify now which is fun um like and subscribe on YouTube because this should be coming to YouTube at yeah. some point, which is so crazy <laughs> and uh, such a new thing for us. So fun. It's fun. I like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth, you'll become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.